This week's parsha, parsha Vayera, wanted to do with you a shmuz, the famous, famous Chavetz Chaim shmuz, the Almanaskein shmuz. My Rebbe said that the Rashiva told him that he felt this was his most yesodostic, his most fundamental for life shmuz that he gave. The Rebbe said he, for whatever reason, didn't write it over in the Chedush Elev properly. And he recently put out a sefer, Shmabini, a very beautiful Hashkafa sefer, a lot of uh, gems in there. And he goes through and he really does a deep dive into the shmuz and approaches it in a way that made it finally click for me what the Rosh Hashiva was saying. And combined with the notes I have from when I was in yeshiva and I heard him discuss in Nevada, I think it's something I can give over and hopefully people will gain from. So the shmuz is on the story of the Akedah, where Avram Avinu is commanded to Shech Yitzchak. And Avravinu is going to, to taking Yitzchak up the mountain to Shechtim. And the Sahara brought out every tool at his disposal. As we know, this is one of the most colossal defeats the Sahara has suffered in history. And obviously he brought out all the tricks in his bag to try to stop Avravinu. And the Medrash goes through what some of the conversations. And it's an interesting Medrash in Medrash Rabba Nun, Nun Vav Dalet. It says, that the Satan came to Avram Vinu and he said, Saba, Saba, Ovada Old man, have you lost your mind? You just got a son at 100 years old and you're going to Shechtim? Avram says, I'm an Askin. He says, Sensen says, oh, even so, I'm going to go anyway. The Satan says to him, Do you think you'll be able to pass bigger tests than this? What do, you, what do you think you're proving? He says, Yeah, I think even better than this. Satan says to him, Tomorrow they're going to call you a murderer. You killed your son. What are you doing? He says to him, I'm even so. Satan tries Yitzchak Avinu. He says, Yitzchak, what are you doing? You're letting your father shechter. Yitzchak says, I'm asking. Even so, I'm going to keep going. So the, so the son's trying to tell him, are you sure you got the Nebuah ready? Are you, are, you, are you really sure? And they're telling him, even so, even so. You sure you didn't misunderstand what Hashem wants you to do? And they're telling him, even if we did, even so. So the obvious question on the Chazal is, why are they responding that way? Why don't they tell him, you know, we think we're right. Why don't they have that conversation with him? So the way my Rebbe explained it is that what the Seyed Sahara was trying to do is he was trying to plant this, are you sure you have no nagging doubts? You have nothing in the bed, you, no, you, no, you have no doubts whatsoever. Because a person can never know anything a million percent. It's just human nature. How could you know something a million percent? And so the Seyed Sahara was trying to, to be, speak to that nagging doubt. And Avinu and Yitzchak realized that the most dangerous thing you could do with that Yitzhahara is start having that conversation, start going down the rabbit hole with him of trying to prove to him. The thing is, you know what? I made the decision. This is the right thing to do, and I'm doing it, and that's it. And the, the Rosh Hashiva said this is true about, this is a life lesson. A person has doubts about Amuna. How do, I, how, do I, how do you really know? How do you really know? And I experienced this myself. Somebody challenged me recently for whatever reason. Do you have no nagging doubts? You have no nagging doubts? And I started, I forgot the shmooze, I started thinking, and it's dangerous. You start like, yeah, I know a million percent, but so we know. And we know as much as we can know. We work on our moon to keep knowing. And it's the same thing with all areas of life. Do I really know that my family loves me? Do I really know that I'm happy on my job? Do I really, you can have doubts in all areas of life. And in general, life involves taking risks and life involves doing what you know is right, even without knowing a million percent. And it's, that's what she says, this is a life your foundational principle is to be able to live with this Almanaskin. Brings a story from Shimon Sofer. He was the son of the Chassam Sofer. One time when he was young, when he was a young Bacher, somebody asked him, or not because asked him a real good question in Amuna, and it really shook him up, such a question about Hashem. So he brought the question to his father. 
He says, Abba, here's the question somebody asked me. Chassam Sofer did not respond at all. So he walked out. Three days later, the Chassam Sofer calls him back in and gives him an answer to the question. And he says, you want to know why I didn't answer you right away? Because I wanted to teach you a lesson. I wanted to teach you that even when you have questions in Amuna, you never stop going on the right path of what you know is right. You have to say, I know that, there's, I know that I'm doing the truth. I know that there's an answer to my question. And that's it. And being able to keep marching. Obviously, you know, it's, it was a beautiful thing that people have nagging doubts that there must be more to life than this, and they become Bali Chuva, and that's a good thing. And obviously, there are times when doubts are real, and people need to, people have real concerns, and they need to change jobs, and they need to do things in their other dynamics of their life. But that's not what this is. There's a civic Sahara of the nagging doubts in the back of our mind that the best eight approach is not to argue with. A personal rule of thumb for me, whenever I have in the back of my head some voice says, maybe you should stop doing this, these shiurim. Maybe you should change your job. Maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. It's like, I've been, nothing has really changed on the outside. Let me see how I feel tomorrow. And if I would start having something for a long time, then I would start taking it seriously. Maybe this is a real concern. Maybe this is not just that negative, nagging voice in the back of the head. How do you know? How do you know a million percent? Because you can never know something a million percent. The easier part of the idea is this idea, that a person has to be able to know that he can't know things a million percent. The much harder part of the idea is this idea that this is the worst way to deal with this Yetzirah is to talk to it. Because it's counterintuitive. You would say, if I have a doubt, so let me talk to it, let me explore it, let me challenge it. And just, Avravinu, he can win the argument, but the law, but having that conversation with his Yetzirah is already losing the argument once he starts trying to prove to him. Because that's all this is, is fear and nervousness. This is not a real logical argument. This is the fear and nervousness of how do you know a million percent. And this argument is something that the Yetzirah itself is to have this conversation. The way my Rebbe explained it was the power of focus. We all have things in our life, at least I know I do, that are challenging and upsetting. And if I focus on them, I could become very, very unhappy. So how do, but I don't live from that. I live from things that make me happy and the things that that I find healthy. And that's how we all have to live, right? We have to put our, a person is where his thoughts are. A person focuses on the positive in their life, they'll be happy. They focus on the negative in their life, they can be unhappy. And this is the foundational idea that the Yitzhahara is was trying to pull Avinu's focus away from marching on the right path and doing what he knew was right and trying to pull him out of that and start, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. And a person has to have that inner strength to be able, if they know something's right, they made the decision, and they know that it's right. So even if, oh, deep down, how do you know? How do you know? I know, but I know that it's right. And I know that Hashem told me to do this, and I know it's the right thing to do. And that's our approach with Torah and mitzvahs. Of course, we keep increasing our amuna, and we keep increasing our relationships with people, and we keep trying to improve ourselves in all the areas of life where we could have these nagging doubts, but not by talking to these doubts, by just marching forward and trying to strengthen at the same time. And the Sefer says, my Rashiva used to say, that the, if a person has fake, a has, has doubts in the moon, you have to see, are these real questions which you have to talk to, or is this just the nagging down in the back of the mind? How do you ever know? How do you ever know a million percent? And my Rashiva by Grumblat said that the Rashiva said this is the foundation of life. And he talked about a story. There was a guy in Yeshiva, and he got upset about something. He was going to be sitting in bed all depressed all day. And he got up and said, I'm an Askane. Even so, I know that this is the right thing to do. And he went, and he did it. My Rashiva said, this is the Yesoda Chaim. This is the idea that even when you're upset and even when you're concerned, but you're able to march forward knowing you don't, you don't let that stop you, these doubts. You keep marching, you keep going. 
So you don't have to be times that a person might need therapy or even medication to be able to keep marching and be able to shift his focus. But there's this idea of that a person is where his mind is, is where his focus is. Marashiva writes that Rav Yehuda Zev Siegel said, in fact, that the fact that we have these doubts shows how, that shake us up shows how important it is to us. It shows us how important Emun is to us, the fact that we have these doubts that can make us nervous. If we have something you don't care about, then doubts don't bother you. Doubts bother you in areas where you're strong, in areas where you feel which are very important to you. And it shows how important our Emun is to us and how strong it is to us. And we take chizik in the fact that we see so many people signing on. I heard mind-blowing numbers that from Rav Asher Weiss, I saw 2,500 soldiers never put on, weren't putting on tefillin. They've committed, they're putting on tefillin every day for the rest of their life. 10,000 soldiers putting on pairs of tzitzis that they're going to be wearing every day. That the connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu going on right now is Baruch Hashem incredible. And we're marching along and we're, you know, can everybody answer every question? Does everybody have deep? We know that we're following the right path. We know that we're doing what we're supposed to do. And that's how we have to live our life. And that's how we have to keep marching. We can't allow the Sahara of Yiyush and doubts and all these things to bring us down. And we've got to have the strength and the inner courage and the courage, the strength from the power of our Jewish people and our Jewish community and be able to fight and be able to keep going in the right path. May Hashem help us do so and may Hashem bring an end to these sorrows and bring the issue of Bekarov. Have a wonderful Shabbos.